four, three, two. I am not a rocket ship. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of What's Your and Binge. I'm Chris, your host. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor and Spotify. Uh, this week, I have a couple very special guests with me. We're going to be talking about a lot that has to do with film and TV and shorts on YouTube and different things just from all over uh, different media associations. Ladies, tell everybody who you are. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Anya Bay, and I'm a writer and producer and actress. And um, uh, this is Olya Perina, who's our director and producer and writer. And we both co-founded the company a few years ago, which is called Infilmity Productions. So we do a lot of uh, mainly films. Um, haven't done shows yet, but okay. probably videos. All right, yeah. and and that's that's awesome. Uh, uh, bringing you guys onto the show i wanted to know what was the best way you wanted me to introduce you and then because of just the novelty of both the names and i can't really pinpoint like the dialect i know we're talking european or whatever but i don't know where so um, where are you guys from so i'm originally from siberia awesome okay yeah Yeah. (laughs) now in a warm la all good (laughs) Right, moving to LA is a big fucking change, right? Oh yeah, yeah, sure. definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> and and where where are you from? I also was born and raised in Russia. Um, okay, different place. I was from Ural Mountains, which is in in the central central part of Russia, and then I moved to San Francisco, where I've lived for a few years, and then okay, went to LA for work and film. Awesome. Awesome. So both of you guys come, uh, both of you ladies, sorry, you guys come stateside and you're able to make this partnership now where you're, where you're creating these projects together. Did you guys know each other before you got over here, met each other through associations or groups? How'd that come about? Well, how'd you get together? No, we actually met on the way to Vegas. Yeah. Fuck we yeah. For <laughs> a, so, yes, it was, it was fun. But, um, back then we, it was like, Six years ago, uh, we both of us we were modeling part time, and then okay. we got hired for a French designer who was traveling to the show in Vegas. And both of us we got hired, and we were driving with him uh, from LA to Vegas. That's how we met. And then we we got a talking, and then um, when we came back to LA, we just you know decided well later on to yeah. start our own. We started the company. Thing. Yeah. Okay, so how does something like that come about for the two of you? You're starting it. You're starting out in the industry, being here in the states, and you're starting out as models, and then you meet somebody who's a producer slash executive or whatever the case is, and then you're like, you know what? We can fucking do this. What did you guys see that got you to that point that you're like, we can jump into this shit and do it? What what got you there? So actually, um, I went to a film school here in LA. Okay. I went, I went to USC. So a modeling was just like a part-time gig for right. me. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then I ended up uh, producing my first feature, and then after that, I met Anya. And, okay. Um, it was like the feature was a. It was a very difficult project, and I was like, if I'm gonna spend so much time doing what I love doing, I might as well doing something of my own. And that's very good. Came. Very good. Yeah. 
Very cool. So, um, with, with, with you guys, you're living in LA now and we've come via overseas from Europe and, and the Russian, Russian areas and everything. And now we're here, we're working in LA and we're working on scripts and producing shows and you guys have done a short and we're working on a feature. Am I right there? Yes. Well, we, so like a few years ago, we started with, you know, some music videos and commercials and little projects cool. and we did a first short film, which is called Divination. Olia wrote it and directed it, and it turned out really well. Uh, it's like a dark fairy tale. It went through the festival circuit, and okay. people love it. So she's, she's writing it as a feature right now. Um, and in the meantime, we were just working on like different projects of our own and um, other people's projects as well. Um, and we did a few shorts, and then... 2017 we made our first feature film which uh, we came up with idea and then we hired a screenwriter and then who's our friend and really great person his name is drew and then uh we did our first feature film meaning we produced it she directed it i was i was the lead on it okay and um, yeah i acted in it and we basically did everything from a to z with our amazing team who you know, we're still very grateful that we had them, and still um, friends. Still friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. That's that's a yeah. That's not the way it usually goes in Hollywood. Yeah. No, it does in our case, luckily, because we surround ourselves with really, really fantastic people. Not just great professionals and very you know unique talents, right? Uh, but but also good people. So that's awesome. Uh, so we and, did yes. Were, were the people who were part of your crew that were they part of the film school or going to college whenever you first came over like just people you met around the, in the fucking neighborhood or how did all that come about yeah we were working on the short film in Colorado in this cabin in the woods oh fuck uh, we're in Colorado mm-hmm. uh, it was an Aspen no oh, it was Aspen okay yeah. alright so I was first dating and she was producing and um Basically, and I was reading all this news, my friends going to Cannes, with, and I was like, God damn it, it's been second year, like three <laughs> years of the company, we haven't done a film that went to Cannes yet, so I'm sitting there frustrated. It doesn't happen that fast for everybody, it's okay. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then I'm looking at this cabin, and, I, and I'm like, so why don't we do a story that's contained in a cabin in the woods, we have the cabin, we have the woods, we uh, basically we became friends with one of the actors on the short, okay. who Drew, who, yeah. who became our writer on the feature and one of the leads in the feature. Okay. So everything started from this little cabin that we worked at, and we was that the uh, was that the um, was that the short that you guys did in the snow? Is that where you're talking about? That's a feature film. No that here. is actually a feature. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> the, okay. No, she's telling about the short that it was somebody else's short. We were just working on it. Okay, all right, cool. Working on it. We got so frustrated that we haven't done a feature, and we just decided to make it. And then uh, it, we got inspired by that short is what, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And, and then we came up with a story, you know, and then we did everything. We, we basically... Uh, from from that moment until we started filming, and that's called Snowbound. That's what she meant. Right, Snowbound. Film. Yeah. So it's our first feature film ever, ever, which we made in no time with no money, uh, just enthusiasm and working literally 
twenty four seven. I mean, literally. We the really the visual and the and the and the um the cinema that you're seeing in that the scope of the shots that you guys shot in that and then her waking up out of the snow, like there was a couple like very visceral moments in 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 that and I only saw a little bit of it. But that's if that's if your all if that's your all's first step into a feature, that's that's a really strong move because it looks like you guys were doing good <laughs> shit. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was a very great project for sure. And awesome. we had a great team again, you know, great great director of photography, very talented art team and everybody. And we shot it in ten days, which normally takes at least three weeks. And yeah. we shot it in days because we had again, we had we were very limited with resources and money. Um and then we just same way like we we started pre production, then production and then we we finished it in no time and then we screened it in Cannes uh, on film festival in 2017. Actually, we shot it in 2016 okay. at the end of 2016. Okay. So we uh, we presented it in Cannes for film festival. It wasn't a part of a program or anything. We did you just... guys make the trip to go to Cannes? Yes. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How did you did. like it? It was so much fun. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. a lot of fun. So what we cool. did was uh, we we did a a very big event, which was kind of like theatrical event, uh, which had the same theme as Snowbound. And it was a very successful event. We had like 300... At Cannes. At yeah. Cannes, yeah. During the festival, okay. we had like 350 people that showed up. It was... It was Media. It was fantastic. It was beyond. We didn't expect any of that, but it was a very successful event, followed by the screening of Snowbound. Going going through that kind of a journey where the two of you meet and you're both very young and, and, and you have this idea and you're able to put this concept down and put it out creatively and get this team working around you guys and within just, you're talking two, 2016 to 2020, you're doing some shorts and now we're getting ready to have a feature coming out that was at fucking Cannes. That's very cool. Uh, so uh, how do you guys like is this like a really whirlwind kind of a thing for you guys are you just easing into it showing up the first time at a theater and there's 250 people there just to see your shit or if there's you know 15 people on the red carpet and they're like hitting you up with carpet uh questions or whatever like is that like really going by fast or are you able to take a deep breath and take it in what's that like no we because by that time we we were exhausted because we literally haven't slept in months we were working in different departments because again we had limitations as far as budget so her and i worked in five different departments and it was exhausting so we did enjoy it but not as as much as i wish we did because we were just exhausted actually yeah we were working yeah. non-stop in camps it was like a job for us yeah it was. that's what i've heard the most is if you go over there it's like Get ready to go ahead and work two or three weeks of eighty-hour weeks minimum just to be able to get yeah. there. You know? I mean, it's fun, you know. It's like it's also very glamorous and the parties involved because right making really- appearances and at the premieres and all that stuff that comes yeah. with it. That's really cool stuff, guys. That really is, and, and be able to have to move there and in just a few short years. That's re- that's really a heady move, and and for the two of you working together like that coming from you know a similar area and then being able to get together and and come up with something like that so the um the main thing that we're working on now that's getting ready to come out what's the title and where can people find it when it comes out do you know yet no so uh let's let's snowbound is already out right because it's been out it's been distributed and it's out on um itunes 
Where else? Amazon. Amazon, but on Amazon it's under different name because we had to do different cut. It's called Ice Cage. So Ice, Ice Cage. Cage. Okay. You find it on Amazon by Ice Cage. Um, but it's it's on several different two B two B platform. Okay. Um, like I said, iTunes and a couple of other which we should we should we should know this. <laughs> um, it's okay. But, I go through but, this all the time too. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's already out. It's been distributed. And Ice Cage is what it's known under on Ice on a Amazon, right? Yeah. That's the different yeah. name there. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I ran into this before doing the reviews of all the shows and everything that I do with a um, Norwegian and Swedish project that's called Norseman, but on Netflix it's called S. Flanagan. And you can't even fucking spell that if you're American. I mean, it, it, I don't. You have to see it before you can actually spell it. Um, so it, it nobody would ever find it the way it would ended up showing up on Netflix. So I just want to make sure if there's a different way of putting it together. It's it's Ice Cage, right? Ice Cage. It's either Snowbound or Ice Cage. Depending gotcha. On the All right. Cool. All right. But um, but yeah, that was our first feature. After which we we did a few you know other things. Okay. Is there anything that you guys are able to talk about that you're working on right now? Or is everything still hush-hush? And are you guys... Because the last thing I read from the SAG notes is that the 29th now is when the studios are reopening. And then they're going to do it in, st in stages where they, do, where they have the uh, actors come in and do their reads. Lighting comes in differently. And like it comes in in different stages like they're trying to operate a bubble. Have you seen any of that? What's it going to be like? Uh, yeah, everything changed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. it's completely different now. But we are right now. We are not in production. Uh, okay. We just finished a short film, and we are submitting it to festivals. So we are doing our okay. festival. All right. And um, if anybody wants to be able to see the, uh, any previews or trailers for that, what what where can they find that? Is it on YouTube? No. Well, no, it's not out yet because okay. we're doing right. we can't it out yet uh, but we have social media and we started actually recently because we okay. finished it last month um so we have and we'll, we'll tell you we have an account on you know instagram facebook and um twitter awesome and Hey everybody, it's Chris. Thanks for tuning in today to today's uh, episode. I hope everybody's really enjoying it. Got a quick message for you here. If you are in entertainment, if you're looking to be a model, if you're a writer, if you're a songwriter or an aspiring actor or actress, and uh, you've reached that point where you need a little help to get your name out there to a lot more people, I've got the best person for you to talk to. That's Steven Joyner. He's a publicist from Southern California. You can find him on Facebook at Stephen L. Joyner. And you can call him directly right now at 816-605-4561. That's 816-605-4561. Stephen L. Joyner's got hundreds of contacts, insiders in Hollywood, people who have appeared in feature films, directed feature films, produced in feature films, uh, album and copyright work, you name it. He's got somebody to put you in contact with if you're wanting to put your name out there. He's got a great name in entertainment and knows a lot of other people that are in entertainment as well. It's the best person you could call. 816-605-4561. Now back to the episode. The uh, Okay, so is your... your 
what's your Facebook and your Instagram? How can people find you there? Let's start with that and then move on. Where, where are you at there? So the short is called I Am Normal. Okay. It's psychological. I drama. saw that and I didn't want to like say anything because I'm not wanting to like spoiler anything for anybody, but uh, that looks that's very cool looking. I dig it. That's cool. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So you can find us on social media by I Am Normal Film or I Am Normal Movie. We're the only ones pretty much with that name. Um, and um, we will have a website as well um, soon for that. But we okay. literally just finished it and we started just building our right. audience. We'll post the trailer soon. We'll, okay. We'll post it down. Mm-hmm. What, um, what what did I see on YouTube? What was that? Because that was one of the first things that popped up um, whenever I was looking you guys up. It was a little sneak peek, like teaser or whatever. Okay. I think. All right. Not actually a trailer, but I mean, it it does, it it was it does have a couple moments in it, so it looks like it really has potential. Yeah. But yeah, so that is um, that is a project that we both are very proud of because because of everything, literally starting with the theme. It's uh, it's based on a it's inspired by a true story that happened in 1973. It's called the Rosenhan Experiment which was the, an experiment in um, psychiatric world. Okay. Um, Is that the one in Kentucky? Tacky? No. Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. <laughs> Where was it? I think it was um, it, there were different no, hospitals was, throughout the U.S. Okay. He lived, he lived right. in San Francisco, the psychologist, in 1973. It was, it was very big. You can read a lot, a lot of articles about it. It was massive. Um, and so, um, and I wrote the story... Um, uh, be inspired by it, which is called I'm normal. Oh, her father, okay. her father is a famous psychiatrist in Russia. Yeah. Oh, really? Dad, he has nothing to do with. The well, story. I get that. Yeah, but still, yeah. He's a psychiatrist and psychotherapist. So, and I remember when I got this idea, he's like, "This is this is really great. People are gonna love it because it talks about, you know, schizophrenia. Talks about um, basically the messed up system, the messed up mental health system." Which we still struggle with in this country. Yeah, in the world. It, it, everywhere. It's it's really yeah. fucked up how anybody with any type of mental disorder or if they have any type of disease that affects them like that, it's really yeah. fucked up the way everybody gets dealt with. But um, so that's the basis of what this show's it, about. It, yeah. So basically, and then we shot it on thirty-five millimeter, so it wasn't digital even. Uh, that's okay. why it looks. Scary grainy and special. I dig that. That actually makes it look cool. I, I like that. It's kind of a, it, it's kind it's kind of like a tip of the cap to the old noir uh, star uh, style, you know, like the twenties and forties Hollywood kind of deal. When you see stuff that's shot grainy like that and a little bit almost dirty kind of, you know, whenever you see that, you kind of get that flashback feel. That's cool. And we shot it in a real psychiatric ward in Cold Poly Pomona. So it's an abandoned hospital. It's a mental hospital. It used really? to, it used to be. Yeah. Yes. And it's like super creepy. I very mean, like, very did disturbing. You, did you guys did you guys have like anything happen like, while you were filming? Yeah, and it's huge. No. It's like it's a really big place. Okay. And you easily get lost there. So just like walking the hallways and like looking at these rooms with uh, wires on the windows and and these people like writing stuff on their walls. Right. It's just really trippy. It was disturbing. <laughs> it was a great location, nevertheless. Um, That's awesome. 
Yeah. We had some really amazing actors. Uh, the lead was played by um, uh, Nora Jane. Uh, I think no, I can never pronounce Noon. I'm sorry. She's a uh, <laughs> so uh, Saul Rubinek, who is um, well. He's done a lot of. He's a very established actor as well, and uh, lately he's been in uh, TV shows uh, such as uh, where was he? Um, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Schitt's Creek, and like big, okay, you know. Show. He I just I just reviewed those two shows here over the past maybe three or four months. Yeah, I, I'm sure I know who you're talking about. I have to look that up real quick. Oh yeah, these are fun shows. Okay. So it's a really amazing cast, and it's a very it, it looks now that it's done and we're submitting it to the festivals. We're very you know pleased that it's 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 even better than we thought, and we have very high hopes for it as well. So awesome. in the meantime, we are uh, preparing. For, um, to make a feature out of it one day, hopefully soon. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm writing a, an outline for a feature film with the same concept. Okay. Also normal, but to make it... Because after you do short, and yes, okay, you went through the festivals, and then what, you know? What are you going to do? Yeah. You can't really... Yeah. Uh, I mean, luckily, you get some recognition and representation and whatever, but then... If you eventually want to make money, you're going to have to make a feature. Yeah, this well, is a great idea. It actually wasn't done. Uh, there wasn't an experiment. No, no one did a movie about it. No, no. They did okay. like documentary. They did some student short films that I was able to find, uh, but mm. not really. Uh, There's no, a lot but, of documentation of stories like that, but maybe not the right imagination or vision has been applied to them to be able to, to get out this creative outlet so that way it becomes entertainment um uh you know having that entertaining portion of it sometimes the documentary comes easily but the entertainment portion that you're able to draw out of it is maybe I mean, harder to get a hold of you know uh, the stanford prison experiment yeah oh, but that's a different experiment that yeah but, but still it's they took the experiment and they did a narrative based on it so yeah. but that was a good one yeah that, i like that one. i get yeah that's that's very cool those, those are uh those kind of stories right now, especially if they come out at the right time and um, with the advertising done the right way, like the teaser that I saw, like if the trailer was to, to be done again that way, maybe with a little bit more dialogue or some kind of crazy music or whatever with it, like that would be like this summer's thriller almost. The way, the way that chick fucking stood up out of the snow and looked at, like I was like, oh shit. Uh, that's really, really cool. And just showing that one little snap of what's going on with that backdrop. Snow is just really fucking cool to have anything scary or crazy yeah, going on. That, that's snowbound shit. Yeah, my bad. I, I got snuck, stuck on that one. Okay. Whenever you're uh, doing those recordings, are you doing those on street in L.A. or San Francisco? Or are you doing them on set? What do you mean? As far as location where you're shooting, uh, are you shooting? I know that you shot in the sanitarium in, in, in uh, I Am Normal, right? Where is that at? It wasn't called Polly Pomona. It was in LA. It's in LA. Okay. All right. That, that's, that's what I was trying to figure out is where we shot that at. Okay. Yeah. And what's it like to be able to get permits to shoot in a place like that in LA? Like there's, is that hard for anyone to do or is it you got to jump through a bunch of hoops it's not hard it's just in LA everything's very difficult they make unfortunately everything 
very difficult for filmmakers and expensive. That's why a lot of people move and they film elsewhere. Uh, like last year, I worked in New Orleans, you know, and right. I worked in Atlanta, and it's it's much easier and better in my experience. But L.A. is where everybody is, and that's why... It's crazy with it being the movie town that they make it so difficult to make movies in, right? It's, it's unfortunately, especially if you're, especially if you're like small independent company like us, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's insane how hard they make it. It's very, it's very, very difficult, unfortunately. <clears throat> so if you're a big studio, you have a lot of money, then you basically don't give right, a shit but right. I mean if you're a student yes you have discounts if you're a student no. student and, and then there are some like certain areas certain parts of parts of the city like Burbank their permits are much cheaper okay so like if you're filming in Hollywood is it better off to have like a student on staff with you so you could get their discount do you do that, you do that? Mm -hmm. okay all right cool yeah, that'd be the first fucking thing I would think of is how can I get that? How can I get that discount? All right. Um, <laughs> uh, so um, just to make sure now I'll edit that piece together whenever I was talking again about Snowbound. I'm sorry about that. But that really fucking sticks with me. It's a really cool show. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, um, let's give everybody out there who's listening. Let's give them a rundown of where they can find you at right now. What's coming out, where they're going to be able to find that. And then we'll play the game show, What's Your F and Binge? Hey, everybody. Sorry to interrupt. I got one last message to give you here so we can pay the bills and get back to the show. Um, you know, we've been talking about it here for months, and it is finally up and running. The What's Your F and Binge online store, our partnership with Life Activated, is officially now up and running. Go there for the very best in today's market in CBD, hemp, and THC technology. They have energy and balance, pain relief with Liveology Max gives you uh, a weight loss system with a detox cleanser and a sleeping aid. Live Canna gives you energy, focus, and balance all day. You can wake up with a boost, improve your concentration, ease some of those aches and pains, and get a level of balance that you get from the CBD full spectrum product. They offer it in full spectrum and THC free. Again, you go to what's your F and binge dot life activated dot com. That's what your F and binge dot life activated dot com. Go to the what your F and binge online store. Check out all the products. You'll see special prices for, for our listeners. Give it a try. You're going to like it. Let's get back to the end of the show here. The rundown. Um, Snowbound is a feature film that is completed and it's out. It's a uh, it's a thriller made by mainly female filmmakers. Um, so everybody everybody on the team, like the heads of the departments, were um, women in film who we support. By the way, so Snowbound you can watch on um, on Amazon, on in demand, Google Play, uh, Microsoft, and I think it's called Zumo. X-U-M-O? Oh, Zemo. Yeah, okay. Zemo. Yeah. Zemo. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zemo. And also, you can watch Snowbound by a different title, which is Ice Cage, Ice Cage. In, on Amazon. Amazon. Uh, free for Amazon Prime. Free for Amazon Prime, yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Okay, yeah. and then uh, what, what's getting ready to come out? What do we What do we got going on there? And I'm Normal. It's a short psychological drama. Um, um, Based, based on, on the psychiatric experiment 
1973. It's called Rosenhan Experiment. So I'm Normal is already going through the festivals and it's going to be out perhaps within the next year once we did the festival run. But you can all, all, also, they can watch it at the festivals once it comes out. And we po- we are posting updates on our Facebook and social media page for I'm Normal and okay. I'm Normal Movie or I'm Normal Film. And okay. we'll be posting all the festivals we're getting in. And since lots of them are online this year, um, you know, people can watch it there. So um, Awesome. So okay. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by I'm Normal Movie or I'm Normal Film page. That's where you can, you know, see the updates. And in the meantime, we're working on making a feature out of it, uh, writing a feature film. The what's the name of the production company? It's called Infilmity Productions. Infilmity. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Awesome. All right. So now we're going to go ahead and move over into the other segment. We're going to talk about what your effing binge, what you guys have been watching during the quarantine, whatever it is that you've been putting some time into. Um, I'm getting ready to roll over to a commercial real quick. So just to let all the viewers know, we're going to be back in just a second. As soon as we flip back, we're going to play What's Your Effing Binge, okay? Okay. All right, so we give this about a 10-second countdown. Uh, The commercial that's going to run right now is like 65 seconds or whatever. And then we'll go ahead and come back and and play it. You guys cool? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. I'm really sorry about the snowbound thing. I just couldn't help it, man. After I watched that, I was like, that one really fucking stuck with me for some reason. That's good. We want that reaction. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so I'll go ahead and count us back in. This will be uh, after the commercial, and we'll go into the second half. Five, four, three. All right, welcome back to What's Your F and Binge. We're getting ready to play the show now. So um, after talking about everything that's coming up with uh, I, I Am Normal and the feature of, of Snowbound and everything, we're getting ready to talk about what it is that you guys have been binging during this downtime that everybody has and the crazy thing is is you guys really haven't had that much downtime while all this is going on if you're doing editing and all that other shit but you've you have had time to watch a little bit of stuff right yes okay all right so each of you have your own show that we're, that i'm going to yeah. try to guess right different tastes okay oh, sometimes, sometimes. okay <laughs> All right, and for our listening audience and our viewing audience, just to make sure everybody knows who is who, if they haven't been following everything, Anya, raise your hand. Anya Bay, right here. Outstanding. And Olia? Olia. Outstanding. All right, cool. So now everybody knows who each other is. All right, so one at a time, am I able to find your show on... A streaming service like Netflix or Hulu, or is it a network show like ABC or NBC? Um. Oh, do you want to start? Okay. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's on. Yes. Okay. Is it so? It's on. It started out as a network show, and now it's also being shown on a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu. Yes. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Next. Next what? Oh, me? Yes. No. Yeah. Um, can you repeat the question? I'm sorry. No problem. Am I able to find your your uh, series on a streaming service like Netflix or Hulu? Or is it off of an original network like ABC or NBC? Uh, 
first one. It's on a so streaming I'm service. I'm sorry, I'm not sure. I know it's for sure on the streaming platform, and okay, sure. okay. So to eliminate any confusion, uh, are we talking about Netflix or Hulu for for both of you? Which one yes. is it? Netflix. Yes. Netflix and Netflix, Netflix for both of you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So that. All right. Just just to eliminate any confusion or anything. Okay. And is your show a Comedy or drama? Uh, I would say closer to drama. Okay. Um, well, they call it uh, drama and black comedy. Okay, so a dramedy. Dramedy. I I rarely laugh when I watch it. But, okay. Uh, it's very dramatic. Okay. All right. Okay. So. Um, both of these are closer to drama, so I'm going to, I'm going to stay with that. Um, are they in a current situation or are they a period piece? Oh, mine goes through all different kind of times. Okay. Uh, current. Yours is current. Okay. So for yours going through all kinds of different times... Do we go back like as far as the Middle Ages or just the early 2000s or? Uh, we go back as far as 1920. Okay. All right. And for our current piece, are you set around, are you set around a family or a business? Family. Family. Okay. And for our period piece that goes back to 1920s, does that show business or family? So, just to correct you, it's not a period piece. It, it goes through different times. Okay. 1920 up to 2050. Oh, okay. So, you're watching Doctor Who? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Okay, <laughs> give me another try. Hang on. All right, so um, our current piece that's faced uh, that's based around family is it set in a particular city or backdrop, like a geographical location, like it's in Manhattan or Arkansas. No, no, it's it's uh, it's close to where I live. <laughs> so yes, it's in the city. It's in the city. Are you talking about Shits? No, not Shits Creek. All right. Okay. Okay. So we have a period piece. We have a dr we have dramas. We're able to see it on Netflix. Are they still currently running, or are they discontinued? Running. Well, they're running, and they're gonna. They just announced. I'll give you a hint. Recently, that they're gonna uh, film the third season. Well, mine is. I mean, it's on Netflix, but right. it's done. I just watched the last season. You Wait, just watched the last season. Oh. The finale. Okay, okay. So no, mine is not. Mine is not. Okay. Man, it's not it's not Peaky Blinders and going back to the twenties. And we're dealing with dramas. It's not Marvelous Mrs. Maisel because that's on Amazon. It's not Shit's Creek because that's on ABC and you guys mentioned that already, so you wouldn't give it to me that easy. Um are there any stars that have become household names while this is going on? 
so the show is not American, maybe in their country. Mm. Okay. Uh, in my show, the lead, she's been well established. Oh, okay. So you're going to have me like it. You're not, are you talking about dark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job. All right. I haven't, I haven't watched it, but she, she keeps saying that it's great. I love it. It is. Um, so, yeah, the first season, if you're not used to subtitles or dubbing, because this is one of the few shows that they've ever done, uh, and it's originally actually filmed in Germany, and they film it both in German and in English with the same actors. Really? So the crew yeah. is incredibly fucking talented to be oh, able to do are. this. But the problem is, is to, for you to find the first season, it's really hard to find on some of the platforms. So like if you have like a jailbroke fire stick, like you might get it one episode's in German, the other one's in English. So it's really hard to follow through the first season. But if you can get past that, it really becomes interesting with the interdimensional travel and the moving back and forth to the 20s and the original 40s and 50s nuclear bomb shelters and... It's a, it, yeah, that's, that's a very, yeah, very cool show. All right. Okay, so now, fuck. Hang on. Current. I don't know what you're watching. Current, and we're not set in, you're not set in a, in a particular city? No, I said it is. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, and it's close to L.A. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's a, oh, Yellowstone. No, no, and it's Fuck. not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a show, but it's, it's not. Um, <clears throat> uh, okay. Montana, or whatever, actually. Where? Montana. Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. Yellowstone. Yellowstone's in Montana. in Montana, down to New. Uh, okay. Oh, Are you talking on. about Breaking Bad? No, it's my very favorite show of all. Okay, time. go ahead. Tell us what it is. Oh, uh, that's it? You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Let's go ahead and dive into what makes it good. I can't. I can give you a hint. So, well, there is the lead actress. She's a well-known actress. Um, she's blonde, middle-aged. And there's her co-star, who now is more famous after this show. She's uh, dark-haired. Yeah, she's like brown hair. Um, also middle-aged. Frankie and Grace? No. Not Italy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's the reason I said no right away. Sorry. Fuck. It's a really, it's a, it's a well-known. As soon as you say this, I'm gonna like really cuss myself out in front of everybody. But. Hmm. I would say it's drama. They call it also black comedy. Again, I, I really don't agree. But um, it's very. It, it, it has a lot of suspense. And, um, and it's done running and it only had a few seasons? Sure. How many seasons? Sorry? How many seasons? Uh, two. And then they uh, recently announced they're going to film the season finale soon. <laughs> oh, man. I know I'm going to kick myself in the ass, but yeah, I got to throw in the there's, towel. There's three words in, uh, in the name of the show. If yeah. That helps. Yeah, no, not right now. Now I've already like drawn a blank. Go ahead. 
Ah, uh, it's death to me. Oh, my wife's gonna kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is definitely going to kill me. The very first episode I ever did on this show was Dead to Me with my wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Dead to Me, yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great, great series. Uh, the intrigue and the way they tie everything in. and It's a little bit dexterous, so it becomes a little bit predictable for me, but at the same time, it's still good. The acting is really good in it. You have a you have a total smoke show in season one, another one in season two, and then you have the third chick who's coming in. So it's got like a lot of shit going on. Um, yeah, very good show. So, all right. So, what got you into your show? As far as like, was it the actors, or did they come from another show that you used to watch? What got you into what we're talking about for the bench? Um, well, a lot of my friends loved it, and one of my friends worked on a show, and I, I liked the premises, and I watched the pilot, and I just, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it was no questions. I really, I love the writing. It's a really good show. Yeah. It's a fantastic screenwriting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Anya, how about you? What got you into watching yours? Anya, Olya. Oh, sorry. People, that's okay. People <laughs> same person by the way so everybody okay. thinks person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mine was my composer friend he he knows what i like and i like dark stuff i like sci-fi thrillers and uh, dark fairy tales like uh, del toro and tim burton okay so it was like and i like i like when it's beautifully shot and it's a very like the set design i like the visual look of it too so he said you have to watch it you'll love it Okay. All right. So, um, here. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it pulled me right in. It's very beautiful. It's incredibly beautiful cinematography. Yes. All the backdrops and the, and the way they set up all the sides and the sets and everything and the and where the characters are coming in and and the way they drop their lines and everything. It it's really well done. And the fact that they're doing a lot of it on the move and outside. And different uh, eras, like different. Yeah. Like, jumping. Very cool. In town and jumping in time, it, it's just incredible. And it looks, everything looks just perfect. Yeah. And it reminded me a little bit of Chernobyl. Oh. And I love Chernobyl. And yeah, that was a great series. That definitely a great series. And the way that they set that, you know, with the uh, with the Cold War Cold War War going the way it was, and whenever you see how dark jumps in and out of these different spot spots, and you have to at first you have to catch up with who the characters are that are intersecting in the different times. So it takes a minute for you to like really wrap your head around that if you don't know what you're in for. But as soon as you're able to figure that out. And you see them go through, um, you know, the the Cuban Missile Crisis period of the 60s and then going into the Cold War, the beginning of all that with the 50s and then going back to the 20s, going into World War One and, and moving with all of these different themes with this little time warp deal going on. It's a really cool scientific or science fiction idea to put together that way, interweaving all these pieces of history and kind of connecting the dots here and there, making it like, like it's almost a believable story. Kind of the way they put it together is, is very cool. I like how they connect the families and they show like your family yeah. tree and how the way your grandmother acted affects you these days. And right. Yes, 
Yeah. It's like generations and how how you have this karma, your Ooh, family like karma. That. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's very cool, very very cool. And as far as dead to me, um, moving through all of that. Okay, so Christina Applegate, first and four fucking most. The way that uh, I've always known her is from the early. I'm sorry, the mid to late 80s, whenever she was on Married with Children, whenever I was 16, she was 16. I had a poster of Christina Applegate whenever I was 16 and she was 16. That's how far back, like knowing her and seeing how she's gone through all of this stuff. And now she's moved into these different roles where now she has like these serious acting chops and she's able to play this resting bitch face chick, but be very funny at the same time. And she's done this in several roles now, and she's really grown from the kid I knew growing up, right? Like the, the way I was able to watch her on that, but the writing of that show. So can I suggest a show for you guys? Sure. Okay. All right. So for um, if you like Dark and that kind of a series, uh, let me suggest uh, looking at the Netflix movie uh, Fantasy Island. Okay. <laughs> you will dig that. That is um um before before we move into the ratings, I'm going to say that that moves along a lot of those different lines where you're moving through different time periods and you're kind of time jumping and you have to keep up with what's going on with those time jumps and some of the stories intersect. It's got a lot of that kind of a feel, but it's all done in 2 hours and it's kind of a campy flashback to the old tv series that we all know if you're because i'm fucking 50 you guys don't know the old tv show but i do no fantasy island it's an old tv show (laughs) that's what i'm saying i'm old enough to remember it but you're not it's okay but you'll dig the movie it's a lot like dark it has a lot of the same kind of storylines and arcs and everything it's just done really quickly not over three seasons and just a two-hour movie. It's and it's fun to watch. It's a fun watch. All right. So for Dead to Me, have you seen Santa Clarita Diet? No. Drew Barrymore. Same writing team, set in Southern California, and it's an entirely different dark comedic approach to the zombie apocalypse. Oh. It only deals with one person. It's Drew Barrymore. The rest of it is fucking comedy gold, and it's a great series to watch. Santa Clarita what? Santa Clarita Diet. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Those are... So, let's go back to how we rate the movies. The way I rate all of the movies, what I call all-time classic Hall of Fame, 10 of 10s. All of these shows I'm about to mention, there's no way you can argue they're not a 10. Sons of Anarchy? Sopranos, Shameless, The Office, Parks and Recreation, Vikings, and my number one all-time fucking show ever, Peaky Blinders. Those are tens. Mm-hmm. How would you rate your shows? How many shows are we talking? No, your 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 shows we talked about for the binge, Dark and 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 Dead to Me. How would you how would you rate those? Okay, I'll start. Um, I would rate eight, just because it gets a little confusing in the third season. It's yeah. really keep up. It's all over the place. It's three worlds, and it just gets a little. Bit. 
like you have to watch. Yeah, like you're watching it on a Mobius strip. Like you have to sit there and you have to watch it on continuous repeat, all twelve episodes. Pause. I have to pause and think. Okay, so he's connected because this is like right. This is he also it's yeah it's not the kind of series that you can like step away and like cook dinner and still hear in the background and know what's going on and laugh at the jokes you have to pay fucking attention every second of the of the series to it's keep like, up with it right it's science yeah yeah so you you have to you have to definitely pay attention okay so for dead to me how would you rate that with that list of tens being the tens what would you say I guess nine, um, but simply because, again, for me, 10 is only Breaking Bad. It's <laughs> just what it is. Okay. And because um, I haven't seen the show that had that many arcs of, in each character, and I think Dead to Me is fantastic, but I guess maybe that part was missing for a couple of characters. I didn't see my My wife and I rated it a 8.5, so mm-hmm. we're very close. We're in the same ballpark. Uh, and, uh, I would not have ever like, like that show is never going to show on my recommended list on Netflix unless my wife tells me to see it. Right. Okay. I also think it's, it's more for women. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's totally, it's totally, it's not a chick flick, but at the same time, it's so women driven that like most guys are going to gloss past it. So without my wife, I would never have known and, and seen a show that, I genuinely give a eight, eight and a half to. It's a good fucking show, and I never would have seen it before. Never would have. And for and for dark, um, I actually would not have seen it if I wasn't a fan of Star Trek and Doctor Who. So um, that's the only reason it ever showed up to me. And then one of our guests came on before, and they reviewed season one of Dark. But there's so much that's changed, and everybody can describe the same show in a different way that it makes it hard to guess the same show twice unless they give the same clues, right? So, awesome, man. That's Those are great shows. I, I, I hope you guys enjoy what I recommended to you. And it's been, it was a great challenge. I got one out of two right today. So, <laughs> uh, um, they can't all be winners. It is what it is. So, I uh, got one out of two right. We've got uh, uh, past works looking at here for Snowbound. We have a, uh, a new work that's coming out for uh, I Am Normal. We're trying to turn that into a feature. The studio is trying to take off. This is a new work. We're doing things at the festivals. We got a lot of shit going on. So tell all of the listeners where they can find you at one last time. And that's a wrap. Okay. So um, Snowbound is on... Um, can I- you can find Snowbound on iTunes and Tubi and Google Play, um, Microsoft and Zemo and In Demand. And also you can find it on Amazon by the name of Ice Cage. Okay. Um, I Am Normal is a short film that we're trying to turn into feature, um, but you can find the info and updates on it as we're going through the festivals on our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, you can find us by I Am Normal Film or I Am Normal Movie, depending on a um, platform. So, Awesome. Awesome. All right. So we'll make sure that we tag everything whenever we put out. Uh, uh, our listeners are used to 
you know, I tag everything. They know what's uh, how to find you by looking at the Facebook post and all that stuff. We'll make sure that we put all that out. And again, ladies, I thank you very much for coming on and making yourselves available to me on a Tuesday night like this. Whenever this show comes out, it's actually going to be... Let me take another sip of Bud Light here while we talk about it. <laughs> no, no, you need that. <laughs> um, we're actually, this is actually going to be our first video that comes out on Spotify. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, we're timing all of our new video releases and everything to happen at the same time whenever Rogan comes on Spotify with that big move and all that shit. So um, uh, we're doing that. Um, this will be the first one of those. So whenever I share it, make sure you put it out to every fucking buddy you know and everybody out there who's listening, do the same thing. Will do, Chris. It was great to meet you. And it was you a pleasure. Too. Thank you for the opportunity. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and and if anything comes up with the with the show, whenever whenever we change it into a feature and we we start doing that, you guys are more than welcome to come on with any any project you have coming on. Let me know about it, and and we'll put you on again. Okay, I'm sure everybody'd be happy to hear from you. All right, stay safe. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right, so everybody out there in Podcastville, want to thank you again for tuning in to What's Your F and Binge. Until next time, don't get any on you, and don't forget your squeegee. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Bye.